Night City gonna set my soul, I'm gonna set my soul on fire. There's a million terrible movies waiting out there, so set those stakes up higher. That's all I got. Oh, and, and the taglines are burning up a burn in a barrel. I forgot <laughs> The taglines are burning up a burn I sing, I, I love um, Viva Las Vegas, and this movie did... You didn't even get to the chorus. I know. People know the song. Um, but this movie like did Viva it. Las Taglines or yeah, something. There we go. I love that song, and this movie does atrocious things to it, but I sing it a lot forgetting that the version that i'm singing is the dead kennedy's version not mm. the elvis version because elvis does not sing about cocaine in your nose to dry up the <laughs> snot <laughs> i mean he might he probably yeah. no he sings about little kids that he marries there's a ham and cheese sandwich with my name on it i'm gonna die on the toilet viva los cuelos it's not too soon for that one is it <laughs> my mom's crying <laughs> Uh, one tagline again. Thank God. That's all we need. Here it is. Let's rock. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, all the other puns in this movie are way better than that. You're giving this movie far too much. (laughs) I I, I had a good time with this movie. This is going to be my good burger. Okay, fair. (laughs) Uh, With an $83 million budget. An opening weekend gross of ten point five million and a worldwide gross of fifty nine point four million. Woof. <laughs> With alien CGI characters, dinos as bridges, cranes, roller coasters, vacuums, garbage disposals, pets, cameras, lawnmowers, airplanes, alarms, people hit with rocks, people crushed by rocks, octopus massages, and magical win lose luck levers. With a 3.6 on IMDb, a 27 on Metacritic, and a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 2000's Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas. Let's drop some bombs. about this whole dinosaurs becoming extinct thing? No! Welcome to Bounce Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is... The sidekick who is somehow dumber than he's ever been, Tyler Rose. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I love... I love Baldwin in this film. How did Barney go, like, get so much dumber as, like, this... He's never been that. I know, but it works. I feel like he he was meant to play this role. Honestly. (laughs) To quote Tropic Thunder. Uh Uh-huh. You never go full uh-huh. retard. <laughs> that's what's happening here. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm surprised Barney knows how to breathe. I mean, okay, did you watch the show as a kid? Yes. Okay. I feel like Barney was pretty... No, he's kind of just a goofy idiot. This is straight up just like 
dumb. He's like drooling on himself in every scene. No. Also, how am I supposed to believe that he went from that to Rick Moranis? Oh, I don't. That's the. That's weirdest. a whole different. That is the oddest part too. How am I? How am I supposed to say believe that Jane Krasinski? Krakinski is it or Krasinski? Yeah. Krakinski. She's no Krasinski is, is right. Is John, Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how am I supposed to believe that she went to Rosie O'Donnell? That's a little more believable. <laughs> yeah, if, as it was coming out, I was like, oh yeah. I get if it. if she stayed in the bloodline uh, um, of, of her character from uh, from National Lampoon's Vacation, I think it was a natural <laughs> progression. So, um, Daddy says I'm the best at kissing. <laughs> nice, I know, right? I found that out. To, like today when I was reading the trivia, I totally like skimmed all the way back to her library and yeah, yeah. She's a, she is cousin Vicky in the first vacation movie. Carly and I had a long discussion about that set of characters mm-hmm. in uh, last night from the vacation movies yeah. and how even though it's cousin Eddie, right? Yes. Yeah. Even though he's like a moron in all the movies, you're supposed to like love him. He's supposed to be a lovable idiot. And then every time I watch Christmas Vacation and I'm supposed to be like, Cousin Eddie, you're the best. I think back to Vacation where he's like having a sexual relationship with his daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not going to make me forget about that yeah. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we start off on this beautiful review of the Flintstones, uh, I do have to uh, – do some announcements, okay? Oh, like usual. I know, right? Well, I, I feel like if we get it out of the way at the top of the show, people have heard it, and then if they, they're they like, well, they did the movie, I'm, I'm afraid you're not going to hear it because you'll be like, ah, I'm on to the next one. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, I, I give us too much credit. Uh, Who do you think you are, a really popular comedy history podcast? Yeah. <laughs> the first 10 minutes is announcements? No. <laughs> I do love them, though. <laughs> I do, too. Um, but, no, first off, our retro release video pop-up is coming up, and that is December 13th through 15th. Tickets are still on sale. You can get them at our link tree. Uh, so those special guests have all been announced now. That is the stars of Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, including Miss Linnea Quigley herself, and the the star, the killer, Mr. Eric Freeman himself mr garbage day (laughs) from part two and then on the 15th uh linnea will be joining us once more for hollywood chainsaw hookers so you get to see the movie and then you get to meet the stars you get to do a q a with us uh all your cues will be aid and Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All your cues will be right in the A. <laughs> that was cool. I like that. Nice. Um, it's really aggressive. <laughs> uh, and so, if you come up to the microphone and you say, oh, we're going to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> next! <laughs> so join us for that. That is in the LA area. You can get all the information and tickets on our link tree, which is... Link tr.ee slash bombs away show that's right that's where you can find t-shirts that's where you can find tickets to the live shows here at the frida as well you can find all of our social media accounts and everything that is bombs away right there on our link tree um is that 
that's about it, right? That's, that's... all I got to say right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Flintstones. Meet them. They're the modern Stone Age family. How do you... So, Jonathan and I yeah. were talking before this... This We started recording. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the original one? Um... So what's funny to me is that like everything I like about the original film has been swapped for everything that I like about this one. Okay. Okay. So John Goodman, excellent Fred Flintstone. Excellent. Right. Um, I was not a fan of Rick Moranis's Barney. Oh, he was too dopey. <laughs> but I prefer Stephen Baldwin's mentally incapacitated <laughs> yes! portrayal. Yes, I think because to me, I feel like he's just pulling off an extension of what he did in Biodome. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. God, um, I hate Rosie O'Donnell's Betty, but I love God damn it! I'll. Ready? Jane Krakinski? That was awful. Krakowski. Krakowski. I love her, Betty. I love her la- doing the laugh. She gets the laugh spot on from the cartoon. Uh, I think she has some of the most funniest moments in the film. Like I do I, – I I guess I kind of agree with you on some of that, except for the Rick Moranis part because I, I love Rick Moranis. Yeah. I mean I love Rick Moranis. Like, I just I don't, don't like him in that I don't role. like the recastings of those two roles. I really actually do not like uh, – Kristen Johnston's That's Wilma. what I was going to say. She's, I'm sorry, she's awful. The, it was a weird... I've actually never liked her in anything. I, I love Third Rock from the Sun. Though. I love Third Rock. I just, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, her her Wilma is is really weird. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's an odd... Uh, it, I don't know. The, it, it doesn't play out... Again, another thing about the characters between the first one and this, which is supposed to be a prequel, is... Yeah, they're completely different well, from their characters in the in the first. Let's let's revisit what you just said. There, it's supposed to be a prequel. So basically, somebody pitched to Universal, Universe Shell, Universe <laughs> Hell, as I was calling. That's what I did too. <laughs> okay, because like uh, the, the movie opens up with the Universal logo, but it's like the words, the font is in bones, and it says Universe Shell, right? Um, which is not, did you, did you, I bet you didn't, did you watch the end credits? Oh God, what, did they show that the Winter Soldier was going to be back later? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. They, um, at the end credits, uh, do you ever seen Animal House? Yeah. Okay, you know how at the end credits of that, have you watched that? Oh yeah, yeah, are you talking about where they tell you where people have are now no after that oh oh maybe i don't know what you're talking so, about so the, so the very last like card after the final credit has scrolled past the screen says um when when in hollywood visit universal studios right uh, and then it says uh it says when when you're there ask for babs because like in the the like, where are they going to be oh, from right. now? Babs, Babs is a Universal Studio tour guide. Yes. So in this, it says, when in Holly Rock, wh- uh, go to Universal Studios Hollywood. Which I do love the Jurassic Park the Ride joke too. My only problem with the Jurassic Park the Ride joke is I thought it was going to be a sight gag, but then they like went to it and were like, yeah, see, here it is. It's right here. Get it? And, and I was like, yeah, I fucking get it. <laughs> I get it. 
<laughs> I'm Steven Shelberg. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh Jesus. Okay. Christ. So. Oh, there was something I was going to say, and I totally lost it. So there are some really fun moments for me in this film. Like there are at least three to four times where I did laugh out loud. I think I did too, but they're not like good moments. I mean, I'm embarrassed about it. I am but, too. Like, Cause yeah. I, I looked at Carly when we were watching it after laughing. I was like, God. Okay. So, so, um, I've got, I've got my top three, I think. Uh, one was, uh, okay. One was when Barney says like, that the Betty is is gonna take him home and cook him breakfast. That's the one thing I laughed about right? too. He's like, "Oh, Fred, uh, I just met Betty, and she said that she wanted to take me home for breakfast, but I don't know what we're gonna do like before breakfast." Yes, <laughs> that made me laugh too. But I also feel like that might be a crime having sex with someone who can't understand <laughs> what's happening to them. <laughs> Right. Also, Betty is down the fuck. She horny, <laughs> like immediately, immediately horny. Well, because when she does meet Fred, I know we're skipping around a bit, but like when she does meet Fred, uh, she straight up like Fred's like like caveman groaning at her, right? And she's like, "I have dated men that said less." Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay, well, she's just used to probably being clubbed on the head and raped." Oh my god. <laughs> Caveman. <laughs> oh, you brought uh, something we'll talk about as well. Is is a very odd, like, it's supposed to be a joke in the movie, but it brings up some questions of why there are, like, Neanderthal slaves in the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, how all cops are actual Neanderthals but or security guards, too. Security guards and, like, the men serving food at the party yep. are all Neanderthals. That's Uh (laughs) you ever think about how like when things happen in a movie um just to be funny but then no one thinks of the implications of what's happening that is wholeheartedly that one um oh i remember what i was gonna say so easy a caveman could do it fuck you geico remember when that came out yeah and then it was a show and then it turned out to be real like deaf like tone deaf on the fact that it was really racist sentiment they were doing basically I mean, yeah. That's this. Um, yeah. No, I remember what I was going to say. You said someone went to Universal and pitched, here's a prequel. Here's the correction on that. No, they didn't. They went to Universal and said, a sequel to the Flintstones movie. Right. And John Goodman said, fuck that. <laughs> so they had to make a prequel because he's like, I'm not coming back. I don't understand why they had to make a prequel just because they changed the cast. Because here's, well, yeah, I know. They could have done like a... I don't know. Just a sequel. But John Goodman's so good in it, and he was, like, synonymous with the role. But why did they even have to make a second one is the question. Because they had just spent money on a Universal, like, studios uh, area that was all Flintstone and Yep. And the other reason, too, is the 90s and early 2000s, because I know for a fact, because I was swept up in it, was, like, dinosaur fever Mm -hmm. because of, like dinosaurs right like the puppet tv show and obviously jurassic park like i was so into dinosaurs that's why i like the flintstones so much i wore out our tape of it yes <laughs> yes um yeah this movie is i'm a bc roar <laughs> they put tapes in my mouth it's a living it's a living like you know it's weird because i remember a few episodes back i made the joke about 
the animal that's a condom. Yeah, and he's like, the snake the condom. <laughs> and was like, did I make that because we were doing the Flintstones? Or yes. Did I just say that? No, you oh, did. Okay, I was like, fuck, why did I say that? <laughs> that's for when Betty and Barney get it on. There is one person who came back to reprise their role. Um, Kyle McLaughlin, the guy, the, the cop from uh, Twin Peaks and our friend from uh, from Showgirls. He's not in this movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's just a guy who looks just fucking like no, him. No, he doesn't. The Mag- same character. He does not. This guy is handsome. Shit. Kyle McLaughlin is not handsome to they me. They look very, they have like that. My problem is, because at first I was like, is that him? Is that they have the same look for the character okay. in the movie. And it was really confusing. And they're playing almost the same, like, Playboy. Well, that was their thing. If somebody was rich, they put them in, like, cut-off sleeves, like, buffalo suit yeah. with, a like, a bow tie around their neck. They look like a, they look like a caveman Chippendale. I do have to say, though, the original Flintstones movie was, like, an awakening for me, like, as a child when I saw it. Because, like, holy shit, did my heart flutter when, like, Halle Berry shows up in that movie. <laughs> That's right. I would be like, god damn. <laughs> this is a children's movie? <laughs> well, this one, that's another great joke in this film, is one, um... Oh, he's like, my cock's hard. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so, uh, there's the scene in which Fred's gonna get framed... Yes. Right? And there's two almost simultaneous jokes that are great where he's like, I think, I think the person who, uh, you know, you know, has done a crime should confess about it. And people just start being like, you know, I, I wear other people's underwear. Right? And there's, um, when he goes, you know, there's a crime being committed in this room and other people, you know, I, I feel like those people should come forward and confess. And then one of the guys in the stones, like, turns to the girl and is like, hey, uh, you said you were of age. He's like, no, he goes, he goes, what he was goes, it? You're, you're over 18, right? Or, or like, how old are you right? again? I was like, oh, shit, this movie is not a kid's movie. Yeah. Right? But then the better joke is the... I'm systematically poisoning the dinosaur's water supply. In decades, they will all be dead. And everyone's like, shut up. No one cares. Best joke in the movie. And and, and that it, it, it comes back. I wish it came back three times. Comedy well, happens I mean, in threes. It kind of does because like. Because he shoots Dino in the head. <laughs> of everyone. He should have. That's the worst part of the movie. You know what I think the Dino thing is? We'll get into the plot of this film shortly. Uh, but I think the Dino uh, part of this film was the realization that there's nothing in this movie for children. Yeah. At all. Everything is adult jokes. I mean, Vegas, like, no, the kids aren't going to understand the Vegas puns and... Yeah, nothing. They're not going to get gambling. They're not going to get any of that, of what's happening. Nope. So I think the Dino was the tying in. Fair. Yeah. As, as like, the kids were for the first one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, let's dive in. So, we're introduced to Barney and Fred, and they are both swinging bachelors who live together. Something like that. They are gay. There's a there scene, are so many gay jokes, there's a like, scene references. There's insinuating that they're fucking each other's butts. Yeah. Oh, you mean when, when, <laughs> when he falls? on top of him, yes. like, doggy style? Yes. He's like, oh, we don't. <laughs> right we're like gazoo is like i i get to see your mating rituals and he's like oh no 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 oh speaking of gazoo i knew we were in for a rough start the instant they showed those aliens okay yeah yeah i gazoo is awful 
Uh, poor Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, man, because, like, Alan Cumming, the actor, is, like, good and fun to watch, but literally just keeps, like, taking shit roles. Like, watch your, watch yourself. You better not say Spy Kids. <laughs> Uh, I mean, mm, he's really good in Spy Kids. Yeah, but also it's just another crazy thing where you're like, oh god, I I don't. I'd rather see him do like Broadway and and. I was gonna th- say he's much more of like a because I was thinking like he's really good, and then I couldn't mm-hmm. think of anything good that he's been in that's a movie. X two. <laughs> you know it, man. You know that night. Craw- you know that night crawler scene is the fucking. Tits. I always forget that he's Nightcrawler. Right? <laughs> you know that scene is like the thing that the the thing that like put were were like Marvel fanboys defend the X, the Fox X Men series always go to that Nightcrawler scene. That is true. Every single time somebody is just like X Men Origins is awful. They're like, yeah, but like opening scene of X two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch X3, though, and honestly, don't really watch the first X-Men movie either. <laughs> and honestly, like, like you can kind of skip the first half of X2. Honestly, don't fucking watch um, Fantastic Four, please, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, I remember in that, I, uh, I want to say, I mean, still, this is not my most hated role for him. Uh, that still goes to Son of Mask. You know what, though? What? <clears throat> I'm going to say it. He's the best part of Son of Mask. I mean, you might not be wrong, honestly. He's, he is bringing everything sure. to that role. As Loki. Yeah, he's he's good in it. Loki, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have anything to say to that. <laughs> okay, so like I said, we're introduced to Fred and, and Barney, uh, but not before – sorry – the first thing in the film introduces us to Gazoo. And he's almost our main character because he's the driving force of the plot. He's got to go to Earth and see how humans fuck. Right? That's, That's his what it mission. Is. Yeah. is like, I've got to go down and I'm going to watch you guys bone. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm going to watch you get your rocks off. <laughs> Uh. Uh. <laughs> so you guys do a dinosaur Spew a style? geyser. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a stretch. <laughs> dinosaur style? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So yes, um, basically that's the plot. He's a loser too. He's like the laughing stock of the other aliens. Which and isn't ever like expanded upon beyond this right here. You never see them again. Yeah. And the joke that I hated the most was like, how come they can't reproduce like us? And then that guy's like, and like splits himself. Yep. But like, why don't all the aliens look like the same person? Right? Like those two (laughs) that split did, but like, I don't know. It looked like, looked like Dan Aykroyd was the other (laughs) character, didn't it? It looked like Dan Aykroyd. What else did he have going for him? Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I love aliens. Please, please, let me make Ghostbusters 3, fuck. <laughs> Aw. So, now, now we're introduced to Fred and Barney. And yes. they're, they are at their final day of an exam in order to work at the rock quarry. This joke was kind of funny, I'll have to admit. Um, Fred's talking about how everyone typically, when they study, they study right before they go to bed. When they go to bed, when they wake up, mm-hmm. all the knowledge is gone from their head. 
So right. what he's going to do is go home, get a good night's sleep, and study before the test. To which Barney is tr- like being like, and he's like, what, Barney? And he's like, the test is right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh. But what did he need to study for? I know. Because I don't see the him taking any written exam. No, it's like, you had to study how to lift a rock? Okay, I've got a lot of problems with this. Right? Fred kills someone. Well, beyond that. Okay, number one, let's go back to, like, you know, the the fact that dinosaurs are used for, like, all of man's, like, things that would be our current modern technology. Right? So, number one, that poor dinosaur bridge. Yeah. (laughs) So its job? Yes. there There is a dinosaur that literally is a bridge that like extends its neck to one side and then you drive over it and then you drive on its tail to finish it also like, also it's a fucking massive dinosaur that's a huge like yes. and they drive over yeah and i'm over here being like okay so what is like it what's the golden slate bridge like <laughs> <laughs> i just came up with that right now I'm so mad <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> that is some stupid shit they would say in this movie yes. too. Because <laughs> it's it's all puns. It's, it's all, all rhymes. Puns. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, you're welcome. That was pretty good. <laughs> but yes, the not only are the dinosaurs the machinery, but they can also talk and that's like really upsetting to me yeah that they're not just like creatures that do the work which is still like equally as worse right the fact that they're like ants a living right but also like they don't like nobody seems to care about them no. when they're like i'm poisoning the dinosaurs they're like fuck them <laughs> <laughs> it's only our entire support system for our economy but fuck them fuck them in 1.5 million years it'll be a machine <laughs> yeah that's doing the exact same thing yeah okay so like it's one of those things where i'm not sh- part of me wants to nitpick just for the sake of the fun of it, right? And then the other part of me goes like, no, like that was the joke all the way back from the cartoon. I know, was but- like, how how do people from the Stone Age do things that we get as modern day people, like society? Yeah, you know, even like- though dinosaurs have been dead for millions of years at this point. Yeah, <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> one of the things I think that would make it more funny, personally, in my opinion, is if. As I said with that opening scene, they're really starting you off on like, hey, don't expect it to look any better from here on Horrible out. Horrible CGI. The CGI in this is god Honestly? Awful. It's at an inexcusable god-awful amount. Uh, because because every single time that it gives me CGI, it's almost unnecessary. Oh. It's almost like every single time you see one, you're like, I didn't need that. And your movie would have been better if you actually didn't le- put that in. Gazoo floats around like there's literally no weight to him. He's yep. literally just like on the top of the film, just like scooting around. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, listen, people are always like, well, it was an older movie. This movie came out almost 20 years ago. Jurassic Park came out seven years before Prior. this movie. Yep. Lost World came out a couple years before this. Yep. It is inexcusable. Same distribution company. Yeah. <laughs> this movie made no money, though. <laughs> That's true. That's good. $83 million. I bet you... Okay, because if there's one thing that I can praise above anything else, it's set design. 
The set design is okay. It's okay. It's I good. mean, it's a little theme parky. It is. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Because so, Great America, the park I used mm-hmm. to work at, had a Hanna Barbera play area. Yeah. And they had a like Flintstones this. thing, and it looked like this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it is a little theme parky. Because the other stuff in in the other Flintstones movie looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because this is supposed to be. Uh, like Las Vegas, so it's very flashy and colorful, and sure. it doesn't look good. Uh, everything, everything looks like that, like the plastic rocks yes, that you see. That's exactly in. And I mean, I mean, I do remember in the short time that I worked at Universal, they still had bits and pieces of a Flintstones area uh, at uh, that point. So uh, they had like a barbecue grill. There was a Flintstones car backstage at Great America, like two years into me working there. And I used to sit in it, and it always had cats in it. <laughs> there was always like ten cats in it. I'm a saber tooth. <laughs> so, oh. so yes, uh, Fred is taking his exam on a Bronto Crane simulator. Now, here's what I don't that understand. Did make me laugh a little bit, but it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense because if you you now have a machine that can simulate. And actually pick up a rock. I'm like, what do you need the dinosaur for? He literally picks up one rock and drops it in a basket and like, congrats, you graduated. <laughs> Not before murdering a he man. He does kill someone. Do you know what's funny, though, is you never see that guy again. Yeah, you so, do. Is he on the stage? He's on the stage, short. He's like, he's shrunk now. Oh, you that didn't is see pretty it? funny. I yeah. just thought he died, so I wasn't looking for him uh, again. <laughs> I thought so, too, because I wrote, well, that guy's dead, right? <laughs> and then immediately had to like erase that. Um, the joke in this sequence that I straight up was just like, fuck you, and I almost turned the movie off <laughs> when they're talking I'm about- I'm really angry with this movie. I had a good time. When they were talking about if Barney would be able, as a mechanic, to work on a crane that's having a backfiring malfunction, yep. and of course it's a fucking stupid fart joke. I, I mean, as soon as I heard, uh, um, a backfiring thing, I was like, yep, farting yeah and it farts so big that it blows everyone away <laughs> and that made me laugh a little bit but i was like goes, god man i got three stomachs you got me some slack yeah and he's like shut up <laughs> so they graduate mm-hmm. and then we are introduced to um to wilma wilma slag hoople slag hoople now that's a name yeah that's a mouthful uh, but <laughs> so is Fred. Yeah. Um, and then she's looking down to bedrock from her home mm-hmm. and her mom is like, don't look down there. That's the slums basically. Yeah. It's like, but what else is there other than your home on a hill? <laughs> you guys like live, there's nothing else around them. Yeah. They live up on a giant mansion, like on the top t- tippy top of this, like, like mountain. Yeah. Like, and uh, so we're we're established that Wilma and her family are extremely rich, and she's about to get married to Chip. Chip right? Rockefeller. Yeah, that made me. I know it's a rock joke. Yeah, but it's also like a, the Rockefellers have always been rich joke, and it's like, okay, that's the smartest that's joke this movie can make. <laughs> it's all right. I'll give it a pass. <laughs> You guys want to watch 30 Rock tonight? Boo. <laughs> this movie has 30 Rock humor in it, which is fucking atrocious. I mean, Jane's in it. Jane's so. in it, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's going to get married, and then, like, she's given a whole bunch of appliances, dinosaurs, right? And they're straight up dicks, right? You know, this is her 
friend that's getting married. It's not Wilma who's oh, it's about not? to get married. No, this is someone else's oh. wedding party. Okay. I thought she ran out on her own wedding. No, 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 no. She... Which uh, kind of would have made more sense for Chip to go to the elaborate, like, depths that he does no yeah this no this film. is this is a friend of hers or something like that who's about to get married she's this is her wedding party am i wrong though like it would have made more getting, sense it would have made way more sense because she does introduce him as her like ex-boyfriend that they dated a long time ago right instead it i mean we we, we could have had a, a situation in which like ex-boyfriend like very close like that she ran out on yeah then it would have been better yeah, yeah. it no, would have given him more depth it is confusing that we start out at someone else's like wedding shower that we never see again right i love so like the uh, the like the garbage disposal or like no it was the the like the uh orange juice squeezer yeah right uh, it's basically like a little dinosaur but he has like a turtle shell or something on his head yeah and that's gonna like squeeze orange juice right he goes i give this marriage six months tops as he like talks to the screen right and i'm like that wasn't a joke that was just mean buddy you're an asshole these people are giving you a job you piece of shit <laughs> and you know what's funny it's a living all all those appliances that are shown on that table the lawnmower the juicer and whatever else is up there are used in later scenes, and they're just the same prop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, movie, you're I not... I think the garbage disposal is from the first movie. It's a pig. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is from the first movie. It's yeah. like, hey, where'd your $53 million go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, I immediately, already, like, this is one scene in for her, and I actually wrote in my notes, I do not like Kristen Johnson. <laughs> I it, it's not it's, it's not a, it Wilma. A, it, no, that was my problem. Is like it's a I mean it's an odd casting choice for her. I know that this was the peak of her career because 30 or 30 oh, god damn it, Third Rock from the Sun was out and all that kind of stuff, but it was it Oh yeah. She, yeah. And 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 I said this and it's not it's not her at all. I'm not saying this about her. I'm saying about her characterization in the film comes off. I know she's supposed to be like the fish out of water with rich people, but she comes off trashy. Yes. Is I think I think partially is the wig. Yeah. Yeah, it's like stringy and it's long and it's not up like Wilma. But it comes off very trashy. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It, yeah. I, because it's that fake like aerial hair. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, just like wiry wig, yeah, bad it, wig. It, yeah, it's like a, a stripper that puts on a wig <laughs> and just goes to town. Nice. Uh, you're not wrong, though. Yeah, and, like, her makeup's overdone, and take that plus her weird facial expressions and wincing and, yeah, like, and you're just yeah. like, Ugh, And she's God. doing that, uh, she's just doing so much face acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she the, learned from French Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate a lemon. The um, the, the the always the the telltale sign of a bad child actor is mm-hmm. hand acting. Okay. And the telltale sign of a bad adult actor is face acting. Fair. It's just That's like, using your face far more than because no one else really does it. No, no. Everybody else like pretty much has their character down also, and. This, for a children's movie, where you're expecting a lot of slapstick, there is, like, no slapstick comedy in this movie at all. There's, like, a couple scenes of it. That's true. Uh, so we're introduced to Chip, 
which is our our resident bad guy for this film. Not Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but he rides in on this stupid fucking CGI, like, basically dinosaur that is is Dino from the cartoon. Yes. Right? Which Dino was like a kangaroo, like a green kangaroo-looking thing. No, not Dino. Dino's the dog that they own. Oh, then what's – what is Barney's – because Hopper. Hopper. Right. It's a big grasshopper voiced by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I like kids. Give me the grain. <laughs> Come here and read this script while I play with you in front of your dad. No! Oh my god! That was fucking dark. That was real dark. So he comes in on the the kangaroo, and yeah, he could have just walked in. It's really dumb. Yeah, I don't know why you spent the money to animate that. Like, and it doesn't he... look good either. No, it looks awful. And at what point did somebody say, like, just cut it? No, no one ever said that. <laughs> this yeah. whole film is candid. It's just <laughs> one, like, shot of real... It's just one uncircumcised dick. <laughs> yeah, it's just so much <laughs> just foreskin. Just cut it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other problem with this character is that it's Billy Zane in Titanic, right? Yes. This is that character. Just guy who has nothing, like, positive about him. He's just shitty. And then eventually slips down a necklace into somebody's pocket for him to get arrested. Yes. It's awful. Damn, that is literally Titanic. And guess what? The only a year pro- before it, Titanic The only came out. problem with um, Barney is that he's poor. With it's, Fred or Barney? I mean, with Fred. Yeah. Said he's poor. Yeah. Which is the same thing as Titanic. Wow. Wow, James Cameron, you hack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she's a redhead. Yeah. Yeah. And he paints her naked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. Paint me like one of your cave girls, Fred. Also, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, when do they get to Vegas? Yeah. It's not till like there's only 45 minutes yeah, left. Yeah. Yeah. That's movie. not even our fault. <laughs> yeah. They, they actually, the title portion of this film does not happen till the end of the movie. Yeah. So he rolls up and, and establishes that he was an ex-boyfriend, and, and Wilma runs away. Just, it's like, I don't want to be rich, I don't want to deal with this, I'm just going to run away. So she runs away. I wish I could be poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> so what does she do to go slum with the poor people? She goes, she goes to, to Burger King. Burger King, but it's a drive through Burger King. And it's not called Burger King in this, it's like... I don't know this joke. It's dumb. I mean, there are a lot of I I love the Stone Age like puns. I really do. Love I love Princeton. He went to Princeton. Boo. <laughs> Joan Crawfish. Yeah, that one was okay. <laughs> uh Rocka Cola. That one's horrible. That one's really bad cuz it doesn't even sound like Coca-Cola. No. Nope. Um Upper Crust Mobile Estates. That's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh the the Cattle Rock Limo. That one made me mad. The Cattle Rock. And a Maserati. Maserati did make me laugh. I was actually like, am I dumb? <laughs> I love Maserati. Yes, I was like... Genius. I laughed at it, and I was just like, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Fred and Barney have now graduated. They get their diplomas, and they're like, we're going to, you know, we're going to be successful bachelors. Uh, yeah, but I'm lonely, Fred says. As he throws rocks into a lake. Yeah. Here's why I slightly disagree with you about the uh, the set design of this film. 
The set design is great, but the locations are fucking atrocious. They're literally just in, like... A rock quarry. Yeah, it yeah. looks terrible. It looks <laughs> so low budget because they have these big sets, and then it's just like, yeah, there's... Anyway, there's dirt and rocks. Like, that's... I mean, what did you want, honestly? Did the, you want the, matte paintings? The other Flintstones movie doesn't look like this all the time. Okay. There's, there's other shit going on. It just looks so, like, amateur. I don't know. But there is one thing I noticed in this scene... I thought back to the rest of the movie, and I kept thinking about it as I went further in. I give massive respect to this entire cast because they are all barefoot in every single scene. Mm -hmm. When they're going to the carnival later, they're literally walking in, like, rocky dirt, completely barefoot. That is true. This is Quentin Tarantino's favorite film. (laughs) (laughs) It's just dirty feet. Yeah, like, because... Sometimes you get lost and you forget about that fact until, like, you see something like um, her mom and she's in, like, a full, like, elaborate gown. But then they do, a, like, a full body shot and she's there's, like, barefoot, foot, <laughs> yeah. right? And you would expect heels or something, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's when you would notice it, like, the most. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, Fred's basically like, you know, big titty women just don't fall out of the sky. Right? And then a big titty woman does not fall out of the sky. <laughs> no. It's one of the worst parts of this film. Yeah. Gazoo. Gazoo shows up and it's just like, hey, dum-dums, uh, I'm here to watch you fuck. My name's Gazoo, and one of the most unfunny jokes in the movie that keeps coming back is, Kazoo? Yeah. You're like, no, Gazoo. He's like, because I think the joke there was that we, as an audience, used to think his name was Kazoo in the cartoon. Yeah, and it's like, ha, ha, ha. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, uh, an interesting piece of trivia, actually. um... (laughs) So it's not going to be interesting. Wilma's dementia-ridden father. Oh, yeah, the general. Is the original voice of Gazoo from the television show. Ah, so he wasn't acting. (laughs) (laughs) No, he actually just wandered on the set, and they're like, how do we get rid of this old man? (laughs) (laughs) He's in the film now. And he's like... Yeah. yeah. That's a weird part that's supposed to make me laugh, too, and it just makes me sad. That it, he has I, dementia. Yeah. <laughs> He's a couple rocks short of a quarry. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> we should have made this movie. We're going to remake it. Oh, and yeah. And we're going to cast um, Kenneth the Page from 30 Rock as Barney. No, that's awful. You don't think he'd be good? No. Damn. Do I want Barney to be, like, semi-effeminate? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Tracy Morgan as Barney. <laughs> Yo, Fred! <laughs> that would be... That's my new casting for this film. Him as Barney. <laughs> Alec Baldwin as Fred. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Barney. <laughs> Always be closing, Barney. (laughs) (laughs) Tina Fey as Betty. I'm going to go eat ice cream and cry now. Yeah, and then... (laughs) (laughs) And Scarlett Johansson as Dino. (laughs) 
because she's allowed to play any role she wants. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Wilma, but I was like, nah. She Yo, Star- Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit is fucking phenomenal. Oh, I'm like, I want her to be my mom. You saw it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's a great movie. Did you cry? I. It was close. Fuck, because I'm scared I'm going to cry when I go see it. I don't think you will. I cry easily, though. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You might. I was trying to think of another redheaded... Oh, Katie Seagal. (laughs) Yeah, I know she's a little old. Why is our whole cast old? Because it's them as old people now. (laughs) It's the Jetsons movie that was supposed to happen after this, but then didn't because this movie tanked. (laughs) Oh... (laughs) <laughs> that's right they were supposed to get together yeah they were gonna meet up like in the cartoons right fuck Flintstones and the new dementia <laughs> <laughs> oh oh Jesus Christ you're welcome thanks um so yeah anyway yeah, Kazoo cause... is like hey I'm here to watch you fuck and like the, here's what bothers me about the Kazoo and and the, his relationship with Barney and and Fred is the fact that he establishes that only they can see him, right? And he's there to to watch them and annoy them and us, and they seem to not address the issue of Kazoo when he's not there, right? No, yeah. they never like there. So what what happens is that. Uh, is that he in a scene that happens like two or three scenes from now like Gazoo's like uh go ahead and like meet some girls and and he's like oh wait i can't see you you can't see, we can only see you that's crazy okay and then like Gazoo disappears and then he immediately is like yeah so like i'm here to meet the girl of my dreams like with a speech and i'm like you guys aren't going to discuss like it's fucking crazy that you're talking to an alien and like he literally now has give, given you the the facts that you won't nobody else will be able to see him right no there, he doesn't like he doesn't like like disappear and then they go fred this is fucking crazy <laughs> well, okay i do have to say the one of the only times that i actually laughed hard at this movie is when they learn that only they could see Gazoo because he's sitting there oh, with the old man yelling at Gazoo, and then this old man's like, "What?" And he's like, "I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him." And the old man says, "Well, you don't have to yell at me." <laughs> he like drives away. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we did miss when um when Wilma goes to Burger King, she meets Betty, and Betty. This is my favorite joke. Gives her a job. Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Maybe. So, apparently, Wilma just looks flat, broke, poor, down on her luck, and they just keep hitting her with the punches, like, you don't have a job, you're hungry, and she's trying to explain, no, I just want to, like, live on my own, and Betty's not listening. And then Betty says, I've seen people like you before when I when I volunteered down at the caveless shelter. <laughs> she goes... Oh my god, are you caveless? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that did make me laugh because I was like, God damn it. It was so good. I loved it. <clears throat> but she, I told you she's killing it. Yeah, she's doing a good job. She's adorable in this role is. too. Like like I find myself I've never found her attractive per se. I don't know. Mostly because I just hate her character on Thirty Rock. 
Yeah. Right? But here, I'm like, she's adorable, and I would date that actress. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a really good job. She's There's not a lot of people you can say are doing a good job in this mm-hmm. movie and actually like putting in the work, and she definitely is. The whole time. Yes. Her and, admittingly, Stephen Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Are really like hamming it up, having a committing good time. to their roles. But you know what? Fred isn't bad. He's just not John Goodman. That's right. Yeah, that guy's not. But he's also not the over the top Fred that we need. Yes, he's not. He's playing boisterous it, or angry. He's yet. playing it really close, just straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, so Betty basically takes in Wilma. Takes her to her apartment, and that's and then they're living with each other, and gets her a job at the Burger King. Yep. So then Fred and, um, like we said, Fred and Barney go to Burger King to go pick up women because that's where all the hot women are is at Burger King. Um, definitely not just like some person that just soiled themselves in a booth. Oh, just... I do like, I do like right before this is that, that whole like when they're in pajamas and they like are on top of each other. That's right. Right. The, the... But I love Barney's pajamas, which are just caveman paintings, like in a pattern yes, print. Yes. It's just like, look at caveman drawings. I love those pajamas. I want them myself right this now. This is when they do make the incredibly NC-17 joke where it makes it look like they're fucking each other in the butt. And yep. then Gazoo's like, oh, is this the mating ritual? And they're like, we don't do it with each other. It's like, you guys have thought about it, though. Oh, also, uh, uh, the scene before this when Gazoo crash land, they thought he was a genie. And they go, what do we have to rub? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> we get three wishes now. What do we have to rub? <laughs> what if Gazoo is just like this? <laughs> Tiny penis. Gazoo is awful looking, too. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, ringworm eyebrows. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Doesn't he? Yeah. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so yes, they go to Burger King. They meet, well, Fred meets, meets Betty. Yes. And he's like, hum, no, 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 hum, no. Yeah, she's, and she's good like, looking. Yeah, and he's, and she does make the joke, well, I've dated men who've said less. Yep. So then, uh, Barney's like, Fred, Fred, like nudging him. Like, give me a date. And he goes, oh, she's like, oh, your friend needs a date too. I've got someone that can go with him. Right. And so Wilma. it sets up that actually the first date that they went on, Fred was going with Betty, and uh, Barney was going with Wilma. Mm-hmm. They got each other's sloppy seconds. Barney, tonight we shower. That is a pretty good joke, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, it is. There's some good jokes. Yeah, but they're so few and far between, and all they are is just, like, one-liners. Yeah. It's like an episode of Family Guy, though only the cutaways are funny. <laughs> yeah, but Debba don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yabba dabba, do me a favor and get funnier. <laughs> Guys, I hope I, I, I hope you're listening to this episode. This is the funniest I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> it's just puns. Oh, man, that does remind me that Seth MacFarlane did do that, like, adult uh, remaking of the Flintstones. What? Yeah, that came out shortly after this. You don't remember that? Uh-oh. Yeah, it looked like Family Guy was fucking terrible. Oh, God. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera, like, the people that owned the estate at the time were, like, pissed and were just like, no, we don't want you to do this now. Wow. Out. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. So they go to a amusement park. Uh, at the fair. Yeah, it's a fair or whatever. But, like, yeah, if you thought that fair rides were sketchy now... Imagine if your roller coaster was just four dinosaurs that put their heads and tails together like, yeah. to make a loop. And somehow you stayed on it. Yeah. This is... And it's going fast. Yeah. This is one of my uh, – a joke that does come up that is pretty funny that should have just been a sight gag. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this is where I take a lot of problem with a lot of comedy and a lot of comedy that it seems to be people who don't understand comedy do is taking too long on a joke. Okay, such as? They walk up to this sign. You can see it in the big shot. It should have just been a sight Uh-oh. gag. There is a thing that says Jurassic Park the Ride coming soon. Right. And I think it's more along the lines of a joke about the fact that the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios was delayed a bunch. Maybe. I mean, it was definitely open by then. Yes, it was. But the joke could have just been you see that and you point and you laugh. But then they go up to it and they're like, oh, Jurassic Park the ride. Who wants to see dinosaurs? I've got dinosaurs in my backyard. I mean, to be fair, that's funny because people will say that kind of stuff when it comes to any part of a theme park in which – it's local to them. And to me, I feel like like because of the time, it's 2000, I feel like they're making a dig at DCA. You think I, so? I think they're making a dig at California Adventure. Why do I need to go there? I got California in my backyard. That is true, but it's just it's a joke that just like goes on for too long and then they sit there for so long. Yeah. Also at this point in the car, um the dates have been switched. Also, uh, I just want to point out how just damn ingrained that we are that I had to like backtrack and not use an acronym for the park. Oh, yeah. yeah I was like, DCA. And then I was like, there's like people in 50 different states that don't know what I'm talking about yes, right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they go to the park and it's – So so basically like uh, Fred and, and Wilma – uh, you can you can predict what's going to happen. Fred and Wilma pair off, and Betty and Barney because Betty and Barney are like realize that they love the roller coaster, and they're like race it to it, and they go right, leaving us. They funkin'. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, like I was like, oh no, the two fun characters are leaving, yeah. and we are stuck with these shitty ones. Yeah. And then um, he, it's just kind of like one of those like montage like. Well, it's not a montage. It's just it's just an establishing thing of of. Here's Fred and Wilma, and Wilma doesn't know how to bowl, and Fred is doing twinkle toes like he does However, in a cartoon. There is one joke in this scene that is my favorite joke, hands down. Which is? They walk by the freak show, and there's an announcement coming out of the freak show that says, See the 40-year-old man! It's a marvel of nature! <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> it that's made me great. laugh really hard. <laughs> I was like, alright, that's really funny. <laughs> it's the only joke in this movie that actually I was like, alright, that's Your really funny. Your father's older than that. I know, he's old as fuck. <laughs> so is Joan Collins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a great joke, it but is. like, it, it doesn't add up when you introduce characters it like reminds that. Me, it, it reminds me of in, um, in the Little Rascals movie when they're like, come see the man eating chicken, and it's that kid eating a bucket of chicken. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. He uh, teaches her how to bowl. They fall for each other because of that somehow. She's like, I love the way you handle balls. It's <laughs> like, Barney taught me. Yeah. <laughs> so they... Oh, Fred, thanks. <laughs> oh, Fred. <laughs> oh, Fred, you shouldn't have. I'm a yabba-dabba cum. <laughs> I, no. So lame. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, yabba-dabba spew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna yabba dabba do ya. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? A Valentine in third grade? Ah. <laughs> Jesus, what were you, your Valentines were very aggressive. Yeah, there's some weird kids in my class. 
<laughs> Bumblebee, I will transform oh, your God, love. Fuck. <laughs> We're back to that. <laughs> gay Optimus Prime. You give me gas, Bumblebee. <laughs> and that's my life force. That was worse than yeah, the dab of cum. <laughs> you give me gas? Yeah. I know the that's joke their... is that it's a car, but yeah. it sounded like it makes him fart. <laughs> That was the point. Put it in my exhaust pipe, Bumblebee. <laughs> Your third grade Valentines are super aggressive. They were. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to suck thumbs later? <laughs> <laughs> Meet okay. me under the swings if you want your cootie shot. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so so Fred comes up to – I mean, Barney comes up to Fred. I keep swapping them. Um, and he's straight up like, hey, you know, like, uh, is it okay if I date Betty? And Fred's like, yeah, sure. It's great because I like uh, Wilma, right? And, uh, yeah, and then they do the joke about being like, she said she's going to take me home and cook me breakfast. I don't know. What we're gonna do before that? Yeah, you gonna fuck Barney? Good job, Barney. Your bowl cut is gonna be <laughs> flapping in her face. <laughs> that bowl cut's awful. Uh, yeah, it is pretty bad. Oh god, <laughs> he, he looks he looks like Edward Furlong in T two. Yes, but blonde. Have you seen um? Have you seen Stephen Baldwin's IMDb picture? No, it's fucking awful. I, like current? Yes, you should look at it right now. But I implore everyone that's listening to the show, please go to IMDb and look up Stephen Baldwin's pause, IMDb. Yeah, photo. pause your, you know, stop your car and look it up. Stop your car on the five <laughs> in the middle of traffic. <laughs> yeah, there's no shoulders there. Look but up don't worry Stephen about Baldwin. <laughs> Because you know how everyone typically has like a headshot as their picture or like a professional photo. Okay, his is weird. It's it's just his parents. What? 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 Or no, no, it's him. Sorry, it's him. He just looks old. <laughs> and his wife, I guess. Yeah. What are you looking at? What IMDb photo are you looking uh-huh. at? Well, it's it's this one. I said IMDb, not Instagram. Oh, you sorry. <laughs> it's an it's another I name, you know. Here, uh, I'll show it to you since I have it open. Oh, you have it open? Here. Well, what? what Here's his Instagram or his IMDb photo. Oh, it's just an interview. It's him mid-interview, but from like the Flyboys premiere. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. okay. And he's got his big doofus. When are we ass doing that one? Out. Oh God, we're gonna do <laughs> Stephen Baldwin month. George Lucas's Flyboys. So yes, he's gonna funk. And uh, so Fred and and Wilma decide to play uh, like like a game, like a carnival game, and they win an egg, which I do love this joke too, being like, man, these die in a week every time. Yeah, but also, this is another one of those stupid prequel problems. It's like, hey, have you ever wondered the answer to a question you've never asked? That's that that was my first note of this entire thing where it was like, Hey, did you all did you ever want the origin to the Flintstones? And you're like, No. No, I've I never didn't. asked that. <laughs> Nor would I Honestly, ever. I would rather know what's going on with the banana splits as opposed to this. You would, actually. Yeah. <laughs> actually they were a lot of fun. I love them. Like not the mo- not that new movie. I'm t- I mean the original, no, the original show. Yeah, there was a Cutthroat um, Island. There was a stuff. city or a CD I used to have that came out in the '90s. That was like bands that were popular at the time that covered um, theme songs from Hanna Barbera cartoons. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
The banana splits one is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> one banana, two banana, three banana, four. Yeah, we don't know. Has a really good rendition of "Happy Happy Joy Joy" on it. I mean, but my mom used to watch Banana Splits when she was a child. Well, isn't that crazy? That's what's wild about this Flintstones movie. Yeah, it's like the only reason the Flintstones movie happened is again because it's that thirty-year cycle of nostalgia, but also the dinosaur craze. Because this shit was old even to my parents. Yes, they were like, "What." the fuck like the flintstones was on tv but it was even old at that point mm-hmm. yeah can you imagine somebody actually pulling off properly a jetsons at this point it could be done you think so mm-hmm. i think so i mean yeah with the it with, would be with the act- rise of cgi yeah probably it would be an action adventure where they have to put rosie down though but like <laughs> oh rosie o'donnell <laughs> <laughs> She's still alive. We've got to kill her. we got to stop her from making riding the bus with my sister, too. <laughs> Why is she in this film? She is. She's that octopus. She's isn't the voice she? of the octopus that's massaging her own character from the first movie. That's masturbation. <laughs> that's weird, though. It's like it, it's like you're not going to get Rosie O'Donnell back to play Betty, but you'll have her be a cameo voice real quick yeah i didn't get that that was actually genuinely i had to it was go, puzzling i was upset when it happened <laughs> i was i was distraught i wrote a letter to the director of this film <laughs> dear said, blah blah steve bryant is it really i think that's his name yeah, yeah. what's he done other than this uh fuck all hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i hope this ruined his career oh brian levant he directed the first flint okay I mean that makes sense. He's the director. Uh oh no. Of 1996. Uh huh. Hit Christmas film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger in No Sinbad. way. Jingle all the way. Whoa. <laughs> wow. And are we there yet with Ice Cube? Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> that one makes a lot of sense after Jingle All the Way. Wow. Anything else substantial? And Snow Dogs with Cuba Gooding Jr. That also makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. This and, guy's the safe guy. And Beethoven. The first one? Yeah. Okay. And Problem Child 2. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Damn. We could have a whole year dedicated to the shit this <laughs> yeah, guy's yeah. made. <laughs> um, yeah. So, did you, did you also find this world sometimes extremely morbid? Like, they're riding in a Ferris wheel that is the rib cage of another animal. As yeah, the seat. I know it's supposed to be funny, but... It's... I mean, they're just... Like, can you imagine what the smell must be like around also, them? Also, there's Neanderthals working at this carnival as well. Well, they're carnies. That's fucked up. That's a... <laughs> that... I mean, I know carnies. That's not a profession. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... So now we get a montage. Uh, each couple is falling in love. This is where... um. Get what you give plays randomly? Yeah. Don't look back. You're gonna get what you give. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> I could hear... Here's the problem. I didn't see this montage give scene. Because I wasn't gonna pause it, but I was taking a shit during this scene. Oh, really? But I genuinely thought Carly turned it off and turned something else on while I was pooping because this song played. And I was like, why is this in this movie? <laughs> yes! It doesn't fit. There's no other point in the movie that has a popular song that isn't a cover that they redid. This is just 
get what you give. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a weird, it, yeah. <laughs> Don't look now. Yeah, god damn it. One look left. We're gone the miracle mile. Like the mall? Yeah. In, in, yeah. in Las yeah. Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where zombies burlesque is? We got the dreamer's disease. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, well, Ma's dad, he's got dementia disease. <laughs> <laughs> he can't remember anything. <laughs> so, um, at this point... Yeah, well, yeah. Now they they see things like the uh, like their famous house they're dreaming of. They see a house, which I'm like, did you guys buy the model home? <laughs> because their their bed bedrock estates hasn't been like built yet. Yeah. Other than like one home, yeah, which looks like... just it, it is theirs basically. I'm like, damn, you guys bought the model home. And Fred has a really misogynistic dream where. Wilma's mowing the lawn and he's sleeping with a drink. Yep, but she also can read his dreams and, and is like, that's not how it's gonna go. Inceptions it and he's <laughs> mowing the lawn and she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, also, if you didn't know, Dino hatches out of this fucking egg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just, like, not important. He sucks. He's a... He's a... Uh, he's a... A, uh, puppet in some points and a really bad CGI dinosaur in the others. Yeah. And he, um... The puppet's not bad. No, it is a little okay. rubbery. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where he drops her off at her house and he shakes her hand. <laughs> yeah, so instead of kisses. He learned it from Jonathan. <laughs> Damn it. Come Always on. be closing. <laughs> Play, come on. We don't need to air my personal laundry. <laughs> I just feel that... Uh, love is a business agreement, and you should always end it on a handshake. <laughs> That's, that is not what I say. <laughs> he told me that one's dead serious. I did so, not. See, the, see and here's Stop the, it. Here's the thing. The viewer, the listeners will never know. <laughs> I mean, they will because you said it, but that's not true. <laughs> They'll never know if it's true or not. Oh, my God. You're just ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Can't be going into 37 years of age and you, like, throwing out shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, married guy. Like you're good. You're set. Okay. I shake Carly's hand every morning when we wake up, <laughs> and every night before bed. I say, good. "You're like, hey, babe, you want to shake?" I was like, "Good deal." She's like, "I have a headache. No shaking." <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys, this is the funniest I'll ever be. I was gonna shake your hand at the altar as a joke. I told her I was going to. <laughs> when they said you can now kiss the kiss your bride, I was gonna shake her hand. <laughs> Should have set up a kissing booth. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this the point where uh, Wilma's mom finds her? Yep, Wilma's mom somehow finds her and arrives at the apartment that she's living in. She does explain how she found her. She hired a detective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, what the fuck? All right. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so, yeah, she hires her, and then that makes Betty upset, but not upset to, like, defriend her. Like, still goes to the party that... Yeah, so she's like, hey, by the way, there's something I didn't tell you on the way to our party. And they're like, what? And then the gates open, and it's like, yeah, I'm filthy rich, basically. Right. And everyone's, like, mad at her. <laughs> and then this is where Fred 
assaults John Cho. Yeah, okay, also, Fred sets up in this scene that he's going to ask Wilma to marry him. That's right. But there's another, like, kind of gay joke where, like, like he gives <laughs> yes. it to Barney and he's like, Fred, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, not for you. <laughs> he's like, cool. <laughs> um, I know we butt-fucked once, but damn. damn. <laughs> so this is where another, like, where basically Fred is is coming out of his car the you know the famous car yeah and and, <laughs> and sees john cho get into the car because he's a valet yeah and then straight up assaults him is like beat, not today pal we're about to beat the shit in out of him in front of all these <laughs> yes. people yeah this is also where the cattle this rock. isn't progressive it's gonna take another 30 years till we see holly berry <laughs> <laughs> you do bring up an important thing about that too this movie's white as fuck yeah except for characters who are doing work are not white yep yep or they're neanderthals i think the only african-americans in the film are henchmen to chip yep right and like henchmen to chip or like management for the casino right henchmen to chip like that. dealers at the casino and a guy driving the car at the end that's right that's right Damn it! Yes, this movie's got a race problem, yeah. <laughs> just like the cartoon. But did. it has little people too. <laughs> but not Tony Cox. <laughs> no, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. So yeah, he's gonna ask her to marry him. They beat the shit out of, out of John Cho, and they're like, "That's the valet. He parks your car." And they're like, "Oh, this is where the Cattle Rock joke is. A Cattle Rock limo." And then uh, the, I'm okay with this. Yeah, you like that joke? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then nope. They, but okay. I I I'm sorry. I'm I'm making hyperbole statements a lot here, but this one I think takes the cake. This is the one where I I was like, <laughs> like I was in my bed just the like Cattle that. Rock one. No, oh, no, immediately up? next, right? It. So it's a wide shot of the whole party, right? And and like piano music is fucking blaring. It's like say what's playing at the piano. Yes, that made me laugh too. It's an orangutan. Yeah, and, and it's all just doing is pounding away on the keys. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a full on like okay. Anybody who remembers like Groundhog Day when like Bill Murray finally learns how to play the piano and he's like rocking out at that like festival party at the end of the day, it is like that kind of like like uh you know rocking out of piano. It's but just, it's like, just an orangutan slapping a prop <laughs> piano. And it's great. It is so great. Because first I'm like, hell yeah, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's – and again, is this another like these are our slaves as well because they came from people thing? I don't know because it's just – he's just there. It's the only monkey. No, there's two monkeys. The other monkey uh, brings up the bowling pins that like yeah. get reset. See, this brings up a lot of interesting questions. I did just recently hear about a video I need to go watch about the fact that that Disney film Sky High kind of has like a eugenics plot line to it about breeding the best people. The one about superheroes and Kurt Russell? Yeah. Yeah. So it's got a real I've never seen it. weird eugenics thing to it. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. But um nah, so this I'm movie's okay. got a weird eugenics thing to it too cuz you've got the cavemen and the monkeys working for the people. That is true. Uh-oh. Yikes. Yabba no. Yabba dabba, that's racist. <laughs> so 
Chip talks to Barn or Fred to be like, "What do you do?" And he says, "I work at the rock quarry." And he's like, "Oh, you purchased it?" Right. And he's like, "No, I worked there. You fucking idiot. You heard what I said." Right. And he's like, "Oh, a poor person." <laughs> right. And everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Which you know what? The most realistic thing in this film." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they all morphed into creatures and sucked Fred's life force away. And then there was a butt guy there. <laughs> <laughs> society <laughs> um yes so then uh he's like whatever gets made fun of they have dinner and fred is makes a he first he breaks his glass when he tries to do like the his like toast right and then he stands up to basically be like thanks for inviting me i really appreciate it this isn't something i'm used to going to uh, as this is happening there has been a couple like like Velma and her father. Uh, her father gives her a, like the iconic pearls that Velma wears. Oh yeah, her glasses in case they fall off and Scooby Doo. Because you said Velma. <laughs> what? What is it? Wilma. Wilma. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's all Hanna Barbera. I don't give a shit. He gives her a pearl necklace. <laughs> That wouldn't happen. Velma's a lesbian. No, Wilma! <laughs> <laughs> Velma, do we look cute in that new animated movie, though? That is true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw that, I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's as if somebody was just like, yeah, they like to cosplay her. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know... Velma's always been kind of hot. <laughs> Ever since Linda Cardellini played her. Linda Cardellini just rocked that role. Especially in the second movie mm-hmm. where she gets sexy. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell you, I feel like every single time that they put her on screen at this point, they're just catering to the cosplayers that will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that new trailer. Uh, welcome to uh, the new Scooby-Doo trailer discussion. No, this is just all Hanna-Barbera It now. is Hanna-Barbera. There is a good joke in that trailer where she's like, it smells like mustache welcome. oil and, and and scotch. And she's like, who's the culprit? My dad? That's what <laughs> yeah. Daphne says. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> welcome to welcome to Stones Away. <laughs> a Flintstones and Hanna-Barbera retrospective B-movie comedy podcast. I do like that Everyone in um, in the new Scooby-Doo movie got a redesign except for Scooby and Shaggy because they're so – and the only thing that they redesigned about Fred is he doesn't wear an ascot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not gay. Not gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to this movie. Meanwhile, they've also been showing that um, – Dino has been trying to get away from the post that he's on, and he ends up pulling a tree out of the ground and a runs full on tree, a full tree, tree yeah. and runs to the party. And lo and behold, he goes across the table and he ruins everything. Yep. Which out of fucking nowhere, Chip's like, "Hey, thanks for ruining the whole party. Anyway, I'm gonna fly all your friends out to Las Vegas. Not <laughs> suspicious at all, right? Anyway, get on this pterodactyl plane. Oh shit! Yeah, that's weird. Pterodactyl plane is weird, right? Because like. That's does a that, huge pterodactyl. Right, but does that, does that mean that the pterodactyl is trained? Like, what if the pterodactyl is like... It's a living! What a, yeah, right? Like, does the pterodactyl get paid? <laughs> like, because, like, basically... They allow him to live. Basically, what, what, what we're seeing here is that there is a pterodactyl with a giant hollowed-out log strapped to his back like a backpack, right? And you get in the log like it's, like, the cabin of an airplane and fly where the pterodactyl flies. So that's where I'm like, yeah, is he 
he trained or is is he just like I guess we're going to Albuquerque instead of Vegas. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> it's like it really does. It's smell, a living. It really, it really does smell really bad at the back of the plane on that one. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, there's a horrific rendition of the of Viva Ra- or Viva Las Vegas yes. happening right here. And what? Wouldn't you believe it? It's the second worst Viva Rock Vegas rendition in this movie, because the one at the end is even worse. But still not the worst one ever made. That's ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You don't yeah. like that one? <laughs> the Dead Kennedys one is really good from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they get to... They get to Vegas, and then you get some Vegas puns, like like you pass by the Molten Nugget. Okay, I have to admit the Vegas puns did make me laugh. A You're gonna and uh, performing later will be Stony Bennett. Yes, that one did make me laugh. That was the one where I was like, "God damn it!" But my favorite is the hotel they stay in. Is when Sigmund and Roy get <laughs> mauled by, by a, a saber tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Caveman and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yes, the hotel they stay at. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the tar dust. The tar dust. <laughs> Meanwhile, across the street... I'm a dancer! Elizabeth Berkeley's like, different places! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win. <laughs> I'm gonna make some clams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So... God damn it. So they see their room and it's like, wow, wow, look at that. We have a beautiful view of a matte painting right outside our windows. <laughs> um, and it's a Vegas montage. Yeah. Shows them doing stuff. Fred's really into winning because he wants to buy, um, he wants to buy Wilma a bigger ring than what he bought her. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gambling <clears throat> and, uh, so I got some questions. Me too. Fred's gambling, right? Uh huh. In this montage, before that, they show that in order to take a picture, right, a woodpecker has to carve what he sees by memory. And I do have to say, <clears throat> a good visual gag in this is when the picture comes out. It's the animated versions of Fred right. and Wilma. Well, well, it's and they also, show that later too. And they, but they also stick their heads in, in a Fred and Wilma like caveman version yeah. drawing. Yeah, that was cute. That was a really good nod to that. Also, but then yeah. it happens like five more times in the movie. Yeah, when they like, give out right, wanted we posters. Get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but. They they show they show that right. Oh, I know exactly what you're about to say. Okay, they have CCTV. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bird being like, it's how? A yeah, how does how does Chip have closed camera, closed circuit, circuit television? There's a bird with wires jabbed in its head <laughs> running to a television, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Chip does have. Um, like stone carved versions of famous paintings in his office. That oh are, yeah, that are really funny. So who are they saying painted the famous scream painting? I don't know, but it's also American Gothic carved into rock as well. 
And then that, the night shift or whatever that painting's called, the guy sitting at that like all night diner that's also there all oh, yes, right? And that says something Flintstones on the back of it. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. I... <laughs> so basically he explains his plan that – So yeah, two – Two people that to this moment that I'm speaking of, I still don't really know who they are. Two mobsters that are dressed as leprechauns roll in. <laughs> they it's Leprechaun <laughs> Three. It is a little person. Yeah. Um. It's it's like a mobster's henchman. I guess. And, but Chip, a mobster we never meet, so we don't really know Chip's consequences other than what said these gonna two. Kill him. Yeah. No. But, no. He says. Or on your wedding night, you're going to be spending it with me. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to like, Damn. The punishment is he's gay now. This movie just loves the penis. <laughs> I mean, that is late 90s humor was like, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love the cock. I mean, rock, rock. And then he has discount Gina Gershon <laughs> up there with him. Yes. That's why I was making the joke about Kyle McLaughlin because it almost is the same like thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's 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 good. Discount Gina. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, what they're gonna I do? I said Gina Davis. <laughs> Too much gum. <laughs> Too much gum to teeth ratio. You. Sh- yeah. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> oh man. I. I know. Me too. The top ten, man. When I he think. puts that gun against his head, and he's like, Kill me. "Man, don't spoil the fly." Well, you just told him what movie I was talking well, about. I just let him know. I was talking about Jeff Goldblum's real life. Uh, what? <laughs> Before his renaissance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now he's like the most popular man on earth. Uh, uh, yes, I, I, uh, yes. I'm a fly. <laughs> yeah. He has a show on uh, Disney Plus now, too. It's like a National Geographic show. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine it? The, uh, <laughs> breathing swallows. <laughs> I want... Were... <laughs> I still want that Snoop Dogg nature show that they when he did that thing where he he narrated oh, yes. the about the audience, like what are they mongooses? They're mongooses. There's <laughs> a bunch of otters. Oh damn, that's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he basically says what he's gonna do is he's gonna let he's gonna let Fred keep winning, mon- like keep winning, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna make him lose. Right. Now, here's something you mentioned that you brought up, and you said, how does that work? A win switch to a lose switch that he's going to throw? Yeah. But, Jonathan. What? You and I both went somewhere on my bachelor party where we found out that that's a little more, it's a little stranger than fiction. Remember at Zach Baggins Haunted Museum? Where they lied to you? (laughs) am i supposed to say that was that in our contract that we signed that we weren't supposed to like say that things are fake as fuck hey they were cool as shit they were cool i mean it was way cool but i mean sorry zach no (laughs) just remember uh we went in that room and it had the suicide table the roulette table that had magnets in it that would make you lose all your money because it would it would go the magnet would set and the ball would go where opposite of where you bet so it's damn you just like because that was a big part of my argument. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, but it seems to only be happening to Fred. Yeah, he used a he used a, a lose ray on him. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a guy being like every time he like rolls oh, the we dice. Didn't, we didn't tell people that like 
the reason why he's gone from win to lose, like with a lever, is that Chip has given Fred a line of credit. A line of credit of a million dollars. Yeah. He's like, you're a fucking idiot, Fred. You deserve to be murdered. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, when, when it all goes down, like, where he's just like, oh, no, I can't pay it back. Oh, man, Chip, you, you, this was your plan all along. It's I'm like, like, whether it was or not, you still gambled, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And, um, what happens with, so then Wilma is now upset with Fred because because he's on a I'm on a roll yeah so and he loses his money like you're right? not on a roll you're playing poker so she goes <laughs> yeah she goes to Chip and is like Wah. and then Betty is now mad at Barney because she sees Barney wiping a pie off of discount Gina Gershon's boobs right and so then she meets Mick Jagged. Which is basically it's Alan Cummings it's Alan again Cummings in again. a dual role, right? And it's fucking terrible. It is it's pretty the bad. Worst Austin Powers impression I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think he was going for that. But I know, and that's how that's upsetting. He was more going for Austin Powers' car, apparently. This <laughs> <laughs> big old shag jacket. Yeah, he's yeah. just in a giant shaggy Union Jack, like a giant Union Jack costume. Yeah, and his this character's awful. Yeah, no, and it it doesn't do much for the story other than give Barney a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, he's like, oh no, Mick Jagged, right? Because almost as if they were like, well, we've got something, we've got something for Fred to fight for, but we forgot about Barney and Betty. He could fight trying to get his hand out of a pickle jar or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how dumb he is. I love it. (laughs) So, um, Chip convinces. Wilma, he tells her, there's been a bunch of robberies at the casino, which is like, I wouldn't be telling, like, people you know that in your casino. Right. (laughs) On opening weekend. On opening weekend. But he's like, you should put your necklace in my safe to keep them safe. I have a tiny safe. And she's like, yeah. (laughs) It's super small. It's super small. And she's like, oh, sounds like a good idea. And puts them in there. The the decisions that the main characters make in this movie, the only one who doesn't make stupid decisions is Betty. That's true. Well, I mean, what is what does anybody expect like when you ha- like you don't have like I don't know, glass in your windows. <laughs> like people are going to break in. Yeah, but it's like the it's, valuables that's you don't worry about valuables in bedrock. The people in this movie um like being duped hasn't been invented yet apparently cuz <laughs> yeah. they're like Wow, that sounds really suspicious, but no one would ever do anything bad on purpose. <laughs> there is a good homage to Casino in this. Um, have you you've seen Casino? Is it when the uh, alarm goes off and it sounds like a jihad? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because that's what happens in this. In Casino, there's a scene where a guy is being is being worked by the mob and they put his head in a table vice and they start tightening oh, it. Oh yeah, they have his head in a wood vice, that's right. <laughs> like a hand vice, and he's like, <laughs> and they're like, we need the money, Lebowski. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yes, but they do pull on the tail of an alarm, which is and it just goes. And it just keeps going. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> this is pre-2001. That is true. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Then he's like, oh, there's been a robbery. Also, oh, right before this, they go to a boxing match that, like, we, we're on round 122 of what is 
two guys clubbing the fuck out of each other. Neanderthals again. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. Yes. I'm saying there's, like, some weird racist undertones happening in this film. Well, I see, I will give them the benefit of the doubt that they, once again, just did not think it through. I don't think it's no, purposely. No, I'm not saying it's, like, it's one of those things of just, like, not thinking. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And the, it is kind of funny that their boxing is just they're hitting each other with big clubs. Yeah. Um, the crudes. Yeah, and then <laughs> starring Nick Cage. That's right. Yeah, that's a good movie, actually. Um, and then he throws that one. The guy flies out of the ring and lands on top of um, on Fred. But yes, they pull the alarm. The things close. All these gates close. He's like, "There's been a ro- or there's there's been a crime committed here." Is what yes. he says. And then the lady's like, "I stole all the towels from my room." Yeah, he's and he's like, like, "Well, well, that's illegal. That's not what I'm talking about." Yeah. And then <laughs> this other guy's like, "I wear I'm wearing other people's underwear." And he's like, "Again, that's not what I'm looking for." And then there's that guy with one of the only really funny, clever jokes. In- I'm systematically poisoning the dinosaurs' water supply. In a matter of decades, they will be extinct. And, and, and every, nobody says no anything. One, everyone's like, okay. And he's like, no one cares? And he leaves. Well, well, that's where I think that that does come around in threes, right? Because I think he he doesn't immediately go to like, hey, doesn't anybody care? They go now to accuse Fred, right? And then he comes back and he's and like, he goes, does nobody care hey! about the dinosaur thing? <laughs> yes. And they go, no! Yeah. And that's, that's where it gets funny. Like, uh, like it gets turns back around on itself and i loved it yeah that is a funny joke that might be because that's uh if anybody's listened to the theme song that's the line i picked for the theme song for this one uh so like i think i found that as my funniest joke so they arrest fred and barney yep they put him in prison they arrest barney as well because he tries to defend fred yeah. saying like yo fred's so dumb he never could have opened that safe on his own yeah and they're like oh so you did it too right because he goes yeah he he goes uh because he openly says like i have to help fred do these kind of things yeah and they're like okay right dumbass and and i feel like somebody'd be like that's bullshit. That guy's mentally <laughs> challenged. <laughs> He's like, I am. <laughs> um, so they're in jail, and um, they're being watched by the same guards that watched Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> uh, it's a caveman again. It's a Neanderthal completely asleep. <laughs> okay Which, um, okay this brings up a, this something happens in this scene that makes me really mad okay kazoo's like i can't get you guys out because you know i can't affect anything in the material world right but he can influence people's like decisions that's about it well right? no 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 because this is what happens is barney is crying because they're stuck in prison. Right, right, he right. He walks out of the bars, gets tissues, and right. comes back, and they're like, Barney, you can walk through the bars. And he's like, I can? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So he goes out to get the keys, and when he does it, he stubs his toe, and he yells, and the guard wakes up, and this is where I'm saying, wait, Gazoo, you can, you fucking moron. Because well, he, like... I think he was just lying to them. Because he's like, whoa, 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 and then, like, the shelf falls on the guard's head. Well, okay, but he does give Fred a look being like, you know what, like, 
I can fib once or twice or something. Yeah, meanwhile, in the cell next to him, Jeffrey Epstein's just being <laughs> brutally murdered. <laughs> Uh, like, no, hey. Jeffrey Rockstein. <laughs> Jeffrey Rockvane is being choked to death. Uh. <laughs> He's a paleophile. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that was good. I like he that. He touched one. dinosaurs. <laughs> He still... used to invite dinosaurs to his private island. <laughs> I think that's still like having sex with animals. I think that's yeah, oh. that's just bestiality. Bestiality, yeah. yeah. I think a paleophile would mean he like fucked bones. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you're under investigation for digging up a bunch of fossils and then having sex with it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I think people eventually will grow out of their... We've got to kill him. We've got to kill him. Too many people know about our bone-fucking fetish. (laughs) (laughs) It goes all the way up to the top. (laughs) You don't want to know how many bones Reagan fucked. And we're not just talking about his wife. Oh, man, it's Brontogate all over again. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Ronald Reagan introduced crack cocaine into bedrock. (laughs) (laughs) Dare to keep your kids off of crack rock. (laughs) (sighs) Right, so they get out of jail. (laughs) And um, this is when they go basically to, quote-unquote, rescue the loves of their lives. Right. It's so anticlimactic. It really is. The one that I liked was that um, he goes into the room with... um... Wait, sorry. We have to go back. I did like the jail cell wall for a good time called 867. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Which is another like 8675309 joke. It's just not finished. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Ah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I was just like... Yeah, because there's, like, less than a thousand people on the Earth. Yeah. (laughs) So Barney goes to save Betty. Yep. He basically just goes in and is like, Betty, I love you. Right? And and, uh, (laughs) then Mick Jacket's there. He's like, well, you know what? I I guess I love her, too. (laughs) Yeah. And then Barney brutally murders him with a guitar (laughs) made of rocks. Oh, what we forgot to mention is... guitar. Yeah. <laughs> what we forgot to mention, guys, is that they got into the building where the Stones are playing because they decided to actually work at the Tardust now, like <laughs> as showgirls. Yes, actually, yeah. But before they did, they had to shove a girl down the flight of ah, stairs. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, um, the way Barney gets Wilma back is so fucking dumb. He just. <laughs> fucks Chip in the pool really hard and flops around like a fish. <laughs> and then, then he kicks him in the face with his heels. My favorite part was when the monkey shit was everywhere. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Different places! If, are your nipples rock hard? Yeah, I know they're rock hard. They're rocks. <laughs> 
boo. <laughs> well, because I felt like rock hard was the joke, but you weren't laughing. So I used to eat Dino Chow. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. So yeah. Um, so then they go on stage. At, yeah, dressed as showgirls. As showgirls, and then they get Mick Jagged out. Right. Then. Uh, Wilma is sitting with Chip at the table, and as are the mobsters. And basically, his plan is he's going to. Well, the mobsters aren't at the same. No, they're table. at another table. Right. Basically, he's going to marry Wilma and take her money so that he can pay off his loan. But apparently, they like uh, this. What doesn't I, I don't understand from a mobster standpoint is that they um they they're like you have till midnight to to get us the money, right? But they're like, oh, but if you marry her, then it's fine. Like, but right. you don't have that money. Right. He'd have to, like, kill her. Yeah, he, yeah, they still don't have the money, right? And the fact that, like, if he said his plan is to woo her and get them the money, like, let him do what it, however long it fucking takes. I know. Or kill him. Like, just. You know what? They, they're real, they're real nice mobsters. (laughs) They just want to see love win for once. (laughs) Well, no, they don't. That's the thing. It's, like, the opposite. They they do say at one point, like, I heard you're not even engaged to this woman. It's basically, like, and he's like, aw. (laughs) Right? But, like, so if he's like, marry me, like, tonight. And I'm like, well, okay, that only makes sense because it's Vegas. Yeah, and that's, I think, the reason why it's all there. And what I hate about this is that it's not a Fred stops her at the altar thing. It's, no, it's a, right he here, right, right now. It's so when he shows up on the stage and he sings a song that the both of them liked from the Stones. Mick Jagged in the Stones, as they I, call it. I didn't know they liked a song together because yeah, they never got it, that establishment. You do. He sings Did it. Did we? Yeah, they both are like, oh, Mick Jagged in the Stones, I love them. This is before they ever get there. And they both sing the song that he sings to her together. Oh, okay. okay. So he sings it, he wins her over, he proposes to her. But... What is he wearing? A weird shag rug. <laughs> he looks like one of those like plastic uh, things that you 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 play with in the um, like the convenience store. Oh, that like like the, the, with little spikes on them and you squeeze them. Yeah, and the comes yeah, out. yeah, like a stress ball. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the fact that for some reason the guitar player in this Rolling Stones ripoff looks like Joe Perry, the guitar player of Aerosmith. Oh, really? Just like him. Okay. I think it's on purpose, but it and he acts like him too, but it doesn't make any fucking well, sense. Well, because they're uh, they for some reason I guess they couldn't use the Rolling Stones. No, I know. That's why it's called Mick Jagged and the Stones. And the Stones. Yeah, it's so yeah. dumb. <laughs> um so he wins her over and uh I also like the idea. Hold on. That we keep introducing things as if, like, the original people who actually did create the Rolling Stones, right, were not responsible for that. (laughs) That somebody from the past was also them, and that everything's just a strange duality. That's always kind of been the... That's really fucking weird. That's always been the Flintstones, though. No, I know. I know, right? but it is but weird. Isn't that weird where it's just like, no, nah, you didn't do it. Like, we all live in a duality. Like, where everything that was back then was back here then as well. It doesn't feel that way in the Jetsons, though. No. You know? Because the Jetsons is good. That is... Yeah, that's I fair. love the Jetsons way more Remember than the I... movie? The, the Jetsons movie? movie? The animated movie? From the movie? 90s? Yeah. No. No? No. It's pretty good. All we know is that on that CD as well, the Violent Femmes do a uh, cover of Eep Up or Ah Ah. That's fucking great. (laughs) 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 Um, So, yeah, she says yes. Um, 
they actually showed Chip have his hand sawed off and <laughs> be brutally murdered by the mob. <laughs> it's just a dinosaur that comes in and just bites it off. Yeah, it slowly chews on his hand. And it's he's like, a living. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, gotta, get, gotta feed the wife and eggs. <laughs> uh, um, then Fred does his floaty thing that he always used to do in the movie, in the show where he's like, and he flies oh, yeah, up. Yeah. And she saw his penis under that. <laughs> <laughs> under his smock when he flew up. And she was like, all right, I'm definitely in. She's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a gay old time. They used to have it in that uh, fucking uh, in that trailer, him <laughs> yeah. and Barney. That's where that lyric came from. The, um, the wedding scene. Um, before the wedding, how does a a rock not rock as in as in the music? How does a rock microphone work? <laughs> That's right. Carly did say that she goes, "How the fuck is that working?" <laughs> it's just a, a rock, couple rocks. a carved rock yeah, of a microphone. It's actually two different rocks because one's a dark rock and the other's like a light rock on top of it. Someone out there in the forums is like. Well, you could get a rock to verbiate. <laughs> He's just really like letting it out. He's belting. The rock's I, a prop. Yeah, that's what I was kind of kind of say too. Is that like, yeah, it's just there to symbolize that that's what you'll do in the future. Stupid. So he's asked. Do you take Wilma to be your wife? And of course, he says, "Fucking yabba dabba do." Yeah, and she says, "I do." Now, this is an interesting piece of trivia. It pans to the audience, and it only shows two people first. Two old men. And that's actually Hannah and Barbara. Oh, okay. That's those two guys. Oh, alright. Do you know what I also just realized, what? after looking through the IMDb really quick? Not only is the Colonel the original voice of Gazoo, he's the fucking mayor, or, or the, 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 the governor from Blazing Saddles. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. What? Yeah. Not the villain. The villain. Oh. The guy who's like, who wants well, to no, the, t- the tear the town down. Okay, yeah. I'm like, he's not the governor. The, the mayor is, is Mel Brooks. Yes, no, he's the he's the governor. Oh, wow. Sh- uh, Headley? Headley Lamar? Headley Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Harvey Corman. Oh, wow. Yep, Headley Lamar. Yeah, and so, like, that's, that, to, to, when we're wrapping this up. Uh, I have to say, like, I feel like with all these, like, little nods and stuff like that, there was a lot of care put into this. No. You don't think so? <laughs> no, there wasn't. I don't This was know. a cash grab. Do you know why I don't think any care was put into this? And Because it, it, it's such an egregious, disgusting thing that happens in this movie. The ending of this film. Okay, yeah, yeah. A full-on song and dance yeah, number. Yeah, where they went to Bali Rock. Yes. <laughs> It's awful. Yeah. And Mick Jagged is like, remember this song from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. And then they sing the Flintstones theme song, and thank God it's over. Oh, oh, not before Gazoo does admit at the wedding that uh, earlier he said that uh, they were devoid of emotion. And now he has emotion. And now he has emotion. Good for How? you. Fuck How, you. Though? I hope you get depression. What's the power of love? (laughs) Don't need money. (laughs) Don't need a car. (laughs) 
What was that? Turn in the car. I don't know. Why couldn't it have been hip to be square? <laughs> oh, man. I get hip I to swear be- to God, Huey Lewis, if you play Power of Love, I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> play hip to be square. <laughs> play the song from the good movie. Play the power of rock and roll. <laughs> play the song you made for, for the end credits of Pineapple Express. I don't know. You know that? I did not know that. Yeah, the end credits song is called Pineapple Express, and it's by Huey Lewis and the News. Man, I would have enjoyed if Huey Lewis was the like the person to do this final thing. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, my mom uh, worked for a guy who, for his like fiftieth birthday party, he hired Huey Lewis and the News for his private birthday party. What? Yeah, and they came out and played at his at his house. Okay, isn't that dope? Well, that is awesome. Yeah. And then he, he killed a guy on stage with an axe while wearing rain gear. <laughs> so, would you recommend this? No. No? No. No? Just go watch, like, top ten funniest moments, because there's That's, only ten. Yes, yes. Uh, I, like, wh- I always say I'm going to put some clips up, then I forget, but I really want to put up the poisoning the water supply. Yeah, that's a good one. You know? Um, so, my, my biggest problem is, for those out there who's like, yeah, I, I don't see a lot of posts anymore. I see a lot of stories, but I don't see a lot of posts. I'm like, yeah, because stories are way easier to just boom, there it is. You know, like post just I'm like, I got to find something that looks good and it's like means something and I got to write something. I feel like writing all that shit. I just want to like be like, boom, there it is. All right. Back to life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I rarely get to like post like clips anymore. And I'd like to do good, that. This would be a good clip. Yeah. Netflix November has been a doozy of a month. I know. <laughs> it's just like you guys voted on some trash. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they. I, I. I feel like they knew it was coming. Like yeah. they were. They were like mm, this one and this one and this one. Yeah. At least Good Burger was good. Sure. I mean, <laughs> would and, you recommend this? Would I recommend this? If you got nothing else going on. And you, <laughs> you like refuse to pay for Disney Plus, and, um, and everyone just keeps spoiling the Mandalorian. For yeah. you. <laughs> it's not Baby Yoda. <laughs> we'll talk about that later because I'm pretty <laughs> upset that I, that was like day one. Everyone was like, "Wow, look at it!" And I was like, "God damn it! I haven't even watched it yep. yet." Yeah, people are not following the same rules. It's unfair. It it is literally day one. I saw pictures of it. Yeah. It, do you know how I saw it actually? Carly goes, did you know Baby Yoda is in The Mandalorian? And I was like, what the fuck? I do now. I know. I was like, I was like, why would you tell me that? I didn't know the timeline of the show, and now I do. I'm so thankful that I actually, like, got to watch it, um, like, the day after it came out. Because, like, it still wasn't spoiled for, like, three days. No, it was literally the day it happened I saw screen. Really? Guys. Yeah. I just happened to get get lucky then. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, just a note out there about spoilers. I don't I'm not too on it, but just give it a like three weeks. Yeah, give it like especially something brand new like that. Give it as long as like we do when we cover like fifty shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you three years. Just think if people are gonna be bummed that I showed this, just don't. Yeah. Like, I remember when uh, Stranger Things Season 3 came out, this mm-hmm. girl I know literally posted the flayed thing, taking Billy, the day the episodes came Jesus. out. And I saw it on her story, and I was like, okay. Oh, that's how, um, for those who are somehow haven't uh, seen uh, 
Force Awakens. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Is that how you knew Han Solo died? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Um, somebody posted a screenshot of, like, his, like, shocked face when you can clearly see, like, red energy going yeah. from back, you know, front to back. And, I, like, it was it was the, the night. It wasn't Thursday. It was Friday. God. And I and I literally was almost out the door, right? But then saw somebody on Facebook that I, I like, like I I like their opinion, right? So like it like was like spoiler free, uh, opinion on Force Awakens, right? And like said something, and I was like hell yeah, and I just happened to scroll in the comments, and 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 just there it was. So pissed about it to this day. Is like that screenshot is somebody in the comments and was like, you dick. Yeah. It was just, don't do it, guys. Don't. Just, I mean, why? Yeah. Don't. So where does this fall on the Jaws scale for you? Um, two. You're disgusting. I enjoyed it. I would give this a three. Oh, I never said if I'd recommend it. You did. <laughs> you said you wouldn't. Oh, I'd. I, I said if you were bored and nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I give this a Jaws 3. Okay. It's boring as fuck. Really? Yeah, it really... I was just like, okay. I found myself enjoying it. I did. You're I really disgusting. did. You <laughs> boomer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, you are a boomer then. <laughs> oh, so that's what we thought about it. But there's still a peop- couple people that we need to hear from. So first off... Tyler, what did Carly think? She did not like it either at all. <laughs> she was so happy it was over. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, anything specific? She just was just like, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> she was also like, she was the one who, when I said, when do they get to Rock Vegas? That was literally channeling her. I mean, I felt that too. Because it was like, why is that the title of this movie? They literally get there at the end of it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and she also... So I was like, whoa, Carly. She does not like House of a Thousand Corpses, but there's an actor in this movie from House of a Thousand Corpses, the guy who gets the balls thrown and he falls in the water tank. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy who helps Captain Spaulding kill yep. those guys in the beginning. She's like, isn't that guy in House of a Thousand Corpses? I was like, <gasps> it is. Right? Well, she did see him like in the maze the other she night, did. too. Dr. Satan! <laughs> I still uh, haven't watched Three from Hell. <laughs> I bought it and everything. Because <laughs> you secretly love him. I do really like him. I know. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so that's what Carly thought. But I still need to know what the rest of the internet thought. And that's where we ask people to... <laughs> not stumble on their words. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is where we ask people... Give me five. These are five and ten star reviews pulled from Amazon. Tyler pulls these up. I have no idea what they say whatsoever. So this first one comes from Ross Robinson, written in 2004, titled, When Fred Met Wilma. The Flintstones' Viva Rock Vegas, I think, is a good movie, but not as good as the original one, The Flintstones' 1994. The movie is based before the original, and to me, it's an idea just like the second movie to Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. In this second movie of the Flintstones, it's based on with Fred meeting Wilma and Barney 
meeting Betty. They all set off to Viva Las Vegas. No, they don't. That's the title of the film, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the name of the city. (laughs) What happens in Viva Las Vegas stays in Viva Las Vegas. What happens in Viva Las Vegas stays in Urethra Las Vegas. What? Venereal disease. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought you were directly targeting a joke at me. <laughs> um, I didn't even think of that. So so they all set off to Viva Las Vegas to enjoy themselves and to do whatever they want to do. <laughs> this guy's very descriptive. You paid like 10% attention to the movie. <laughs> he really painted a picture for me. When Fred proposes to Wilma, they both find a house, that white rock house in the original movie, in this movie. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) And also that doesn't happen yet. He's so confused. There were actors who I haven't seen before. (laughs) There were actors who I haven't seen before. The one that played Barney. (laughs) I've never, ever seen him in any other movies. I, the only actors in this movie who I've seen before is Joan Collins, who played Wilma's mother. Who? How old is this guy? Yeah, I know. Uh, the guy who played Fred, he comes from York, which is a place I know so well. The woman played Wilma. I, I think she was from the series Third Rock from the Sun. So you have seen these people. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everybody but Baldwin. <laughs> And that that other guy looks like Alec Baldwin's brother. (laughs) (laughs) There are actor. There are the actors that I know. I give this movie ten out of ten. Three out of seven people found this helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. The ten star reviews are always the hardest to read because they're always just like all over the place. Yeah, you have to be insane to like some of this stuff, like like genuinely passionate. Also, there was only four ten star reviews. Okay, and one of them was like fourteen paragraphs long. That one hurt my brain. <laughs> okay, so this next one's written by Thomas J one hundred one. Yo, if you need to know about anything about Thomas J, you go to Thomas J 101. <laughs> you got to get your masters in Thomas J. Thomas J 101 playing the top 20 hits of 2002. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, playing Limp Bizkit and Papa Roach. <laughs> the little Lincoln Park. <laughs> Oh, God. Here's something for the ladies. <laughs> Crawling in my skin! <laughs> I was, was going to say, <laughs> I did it all for the nookie. What? So you could get that cookie. <laughs> Is yours a swing version? Well, you know what? I got it. I ha- I've only heard nookie with the Richard Cheese covers. I, so I, I, I figured that's what was going on there. Okay, so... um. Thomas J. 101. <laughs> Thanks for that, buddy. That name was – that was comedy gold right there. <laughs> um, wrote in 2008, titled A Great Fun Little Movie. I'm reading a few of the negative reviews of this movie. I'm wondering if certain detractors actually even watched it. Okay. <laughs> It's too easy for some people just to diss a flick because it's a sequel, or because it went straight to video, or because it's expected to be bad, or whatever. Don't let that happen with Viva Rock Vegas. 
It is a fine little movie. Fun, funny, and visually rich in cartoony colors, costumes, and sets. That's fair. Uh, the acting and voices are top-notch. Stephen Baldwin's Barney and Mark Addy's Fred are just fantastic. Voices, mannerisms, etc. Jane Krakowski is spot-on as Betty. Ditsiness and giggle-wise, also fair point for me. Alan Cumming as the Great Gazoo is perfectly sarcastic and wise-ass. The CGI is very good, considering as are the sets and costumes. The storyline makes sense, is plausible, and even engrossing, again, considering. <laughs> For what it is, this is a great little movie, and compared to the first one, sheesh. Yeah. It totally rocks. Rocks. Get it? I defy anyone who actually tell who can actually tell a good movie from a bad one to watch this movie in full all the way and to the end and tell me that they weren't entertained by it. When I write this, <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing that I love from like ten star reviews of bad movies is there are always people being like, people just don't know what a good movie is. <laughs> it's like, no, we do. That's why it's rated bad. I challenge you to take a look again at Death Spa, and you will see a goddamn masterpiece. I challenge you again, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Meet me in the ring. <laughs> Viva Rock Vegas Sunday night. <laughs> you better put the rest of Viva Rock Vegas back on. Keep that name out your mouth, <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> In the booth? Here? In this theater? <laughs> you gremlins better put that movie back on. Sorry. I know, when I come to the theater, all I want is hot popcorn, tasty soda, and no gremlins up in the projection booth. And maybe to yell a slur and get my name taken out of the WWE Hall of Fame, brother. When I come to the theater, all I want is hot popcorn, a little bit of that wacky weed, <laughs> and my weird-ass daughter. <laughs> Remember her music career? No one does, brother. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. And our last review comes from Yabato22. <laughs> Back in 2001, titled Another Yabba Dabba Delight. <laughs> this is one brilliant and enjoyable film. Despite what a lot of narrow-minded critics say, Mark Addy is magnificent. He is as close as you're going to get to the cartoon. Uh, no, literally, if you watch the first movie. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the first one, that's pretty close. And Jane Krakowski is Betty Rubble. Yes, she is. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin is good as Barney Rebel. He plays him as a bumbling idiot, which for Stephen Baldwin comes naturally. Who was Kristen Johnson trying to be herself? If that is true, she did a fine job. Damn, get this guy on the show. If she was trying to play Wilma Flintstone, she has a long, long, long way to go. The script is brilliantly written and is very funny and touching story. The special effects and production design are amazing. Brian Levant, the director, should be proud. This is quite an accomplishment. I watch it 
and I have a yabba dabba do time. I'm gonna yabba dabba end it all. <laughs> Two out of five found this review helpful. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, that just about does it for us, folks. Here at Bombs Away, don't forget rate, review, subscribe. And we've got so many things coming up on the horizon for December. Uh, pop-up video. The retro release pop-up that is going to be happening in Los Angeles. Still has tickets available if you're listening to this. Uh, but they are quickly, I don't know, selling out. <laughs> I was like, um, wait, because like parts are but the screening parts. Okay, so here's how it works. You can pay one price and you can just go to the pop-up anytime during the day. Uh, or you can purchase a, a like a one-day screening pass that allow you to get to the pop-up. Also see a screening of one of the three movies, Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, 2, or Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, and participate in the Q&A. That will be one uh, ticket price. So now that's two tickets, right? Our third tier is if you want a three-day pass to this activity that means that's that's access to every single one of the screenings and access to the pop-up uh where there's going to be uh, vendors there you can trade vhs you can um you can buy product directly off the shelves teacher merchandise interact with the vhs store uh <laughs> it'll interact back with you whoa <laughs> right so get your harry potter ones ready oh jesus is that is this not that kind of event no <laughs> <laughs> that one's for carly damn <laughs> um, I, I really want to tell that story <laughs> uh, <laughs> really quick my sister-in-law did not know what halloween horror nights at universal <laughs> Studios was, and she was gonna bring her wand, and she said, "Should I bring my wand?" And then said, "Is it not that kind of crowd?" <laughs> oh. Shout out to Stephanie, <laughs> dummy. Needless to say, it did not go very well for her for not the remaining at night. All. <laughs> Uh, I've never so seen somebody like uh, shrivel in pain to the uh, not pain, but like like in in fear. In actual pain, she did like have yeah, to go to first right. aid. <laughs> yeah, she ran into like a railing. Yeah, and cut herself. Oh, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, come out to see the pop up. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there the whole weekend, so join us. And uh, we're really excited to see you, and we're really excited to be able to participate in this pop-up and be able to interview these legendary actors. And uh, for those of you who are going like, hey, you did Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 and 2 like two years ago. Shut the fuck up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like, guys... This is a different opportunity. Right. This is, this one, it's a different opportunity, but like what I found is, is so interesting is that the show prior to, to your existence here. Yes. Right. I wasn't born yet. Was it, yeah. Was a different entity, right? It was, it was, it was two, two, two different people. Well, one different person, right? And a different style of comedy, right? So like what I'm realizing is that there are things that we, have done or what I what I want us to do that I want to hear your take on it now I want to hear your spin Hell right yeah. so like this is opportunity for for me to go like oh like where's new points of comedy that we can get out of this film that we've already done you know will I will I repeat the same jokes 
I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but but Tyler's will be fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I have a feeling uh, that this is going to be a very interesting uh, set of episodes when we're dealing with somebody who actually worked on the film they become completely different episodes don't don't be surprised if it's a bit different of a format yeah well i mean we're warning you right here right now yeah people are like well i didn't listen to viva rock Vegas. <laughs> i only listened to the announcements yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank god i listened uh yeah so folks come out join us for that uh also coming up in december i can announce it uh shortly i i almost did <laughs> but i was like wait hold on uh but i'm very excited about what december is uh i think many people know what the live show will be and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah y'all know y'all know you can guess we talked about it in this episode yeah we did <laughs> Uh, but I, I still I, – I can't announce it this time. So sorry for teasing you right there, everyone. Uh, uh, hope you liked it. You're such a tease. Uh, mm, every time. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> like Dita Von Tease. <laughs> Your waist is way bigger. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, folks. So that just about does it for us. Like I said before, uh, join us or for the live shows. Come out. Support us. Uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Bombs Away Show, and uh, tell your friends about us. Share, like, share your favorite episode, please. That's how we'll grow. That's how we'll we'll continually get exposure and and be able to do all the awesome ideas that are in our head. Uh, is only with you guys out there sharing and helping us grow. So, you got anything to plug? Did I forget anything? Nope. I uh, did forget one thing. Don't forget, Linktree for everything that you need from us. Linktr.ee slash show. That is correct. I did design a t-shirt, my first t-shirt ever. I'm still working on refining it, but it's a, it's a joke that's timeless in its telling. That is true. <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you can get those T-shirts and everything, like you said, at Linktree. Uh, that's our link. It's in our bio. Uh, that's where you can find every single thing related to us. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, I'm Jonathan. I'm Tyler. And we'll have a gay old time. Wilma! You're supposed to do it over top of it. Like, fuck you, I didn't watch it, you boomer. Been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.